Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that'll help you become your best self. And today we're talking about how to live in the present, learning to enjoy right now. But before we jump into that, as always, I want to invite you to come say hi to me on social media. I am at Sabrina Perozo, Sabrina Joy Perozo. I'm sorry. Uh, if you <laughs> the correct uh, name and how to spell it is all available for you in the show notes, even though I can't remember my own name. Uh, at Sabrina Joy Perozo on both TikTok and Instagram. I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to say hi and just chit chat anything you want to do. And you're also welcome to send me an email to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests that you may have, let me know if you just want to chat, you need advice, you need help, you just whatever you want, send it my way, topic suggestions even. Um, if you do want to give a topic suggestion, but you don't want to give it straight to me, you'd rather do it anonymously, there also is a link down there for you to submit a topic suggestion anonymously. Uh, so I will never know it's you, but you are welcome to submit as many suggestions as you would like. There's also a link down there for you, which is our newest thing, to vent anonymously. And so if you feel like you don't have someone in your life that is emotionally available to listen and hear you uh, vent and share what's going on in your life, or you really just don't have that person that you feel safe doing that with, I have created a resource where, again, I will not know it's you, but you're able to click the link, submit, like type out what your your vent would be. And then uh, once a week, I'm just going to like pop in there and look at everyone's responses and pray over them. And that's it. Again, I will not know it's you. So check that out and everything else that's available for you in the show notes below. But let's go ahead and just jump into today's episode, which again, we're talking about how to live in the present learning to enjoy right now. So it can be so easy to get caught up in what is to come in the future, like what is available for us uh, and what we're working towards, of course, and what has happened in the past. I feel like the past is kind of, can be seen as like a monkey on our back. It's just overwhelming and gross and you're just like, really? Oh, the past. Or the past are like glory days and we're like, oh yeah, it was so good then. It's hard for you to really see anything that's happening now because the past seems like the best time and this is like not the best time. You know what I mean? Uh, the past, I do believe though, is worse because you end up like reliving past pain and disappointments as well, which is no good. <laughs> it's not fun. Uh, and because this, you know, by doing that, you can affect your mood and lead you down into the depths of your pit of despair. And if you're new here, your pit of despair is that ugly place where you can easily like, it's like you take like a water slide down there when you're just having all the feels and emotions and you don't know what to do about it. And you just feel anxious and depressed and sad and, and you want to have a pity party and like live that victim mentality. It's just, it's this place where all you're doing is feeling bad for yourself and really digging deep into that negativity. And that's not a place we want to like spend a lot of time. You know, sometimes we will slip and slide down there, but we want to pull ourselves out as soon as we realize that we're there so that we don't allow that to take over our life, to be honest. So yeah, it's not a place that any of us really want to get caught in. But you know, the future can be tough too, if you really think about it, because you might be putting like all of your hopes and dreams and desires into your life becoming better in the future and not learn how to appreciate your life right now. I know that I often struggle with that. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, when are, when's tomorrow going to come? When's the next month going to come? Oh my gosh, I can't wait till next year for this, that, and the other, right? And it can become a problem when it's just like always the future and never the present. And I know sometimes it can be like really difficult for us to 
appreciate the life that we have right now. It can be so hard, but it's important we make an effort to do so because we will miss, and this is going to sound cheesy, but it's going to be good. <laughs> Remember, things that are cheesy uh, are, are, are generally always true. They're just cheesy and cliche because we say them all the time and it annoys people. But it's important that we make an effort to appreciate our life right now because we will miss the sparks of joy that still pop up even when we're struggling, even when we're in hard, really difficult times that we don't know what the heck to do. There are still like silver linings, sparks of joy, all of these positive things that are happening. It's just hard to see those because you're so, you know, overwhelmed or just feel so like drenched. It's a weird word to choose, but in the pain and in the suffering and the struggling and the disappointment and whatever it is, that's currently happening to you, right? But before we even get into the tips on how to live in like how to live in the now and be present, which is what we will be talking about today, let's evaluate whether you are struggling with getting stuck in the past or are you too focused on what you want to happen in the future? And yes, you can struggle with both, that's totally fine, but I think it's health, uh, hel- helpful to outline both so you're kind of like, okay, which one is the biggest one just so you're aware or if they're equal and the same, great great. (laughs) You'll know for sure. Okay. So, you know, think about this. Are you often thinking about what you could have done or should have done or wish you knew in regards to something that happened in the past? Like it's the shoulda, coulda, wouldas kind of thing. Like, oh my gosh, you know, it's, it's hindsight 2020, right? You're like, man, I should have done this. Why didn't I do this? Or someone will be like, oh man, you could have done this, right? And they're like, whoa, yeah, next time. And you're, But you're also praying that there'll never be a next time because you're like, I don't want to go through this again. Uh, but you know, you can still pass that wisdom on to someone else or maybe it does happen in the future, Ugh, you know? But anyway, if you're often thinking about like what you could have done, uh, I encourage you to realize that <laughs> this is a fruitless activity. I laugh because I like every time I'm just like, open and honest. I'm like, you're probably not going to like what I'm about to say, but it's truth. It's a straightforward truth. This is a fruitless activity. It's important to know that. This is perfectly okay to do like right after the event or the situation that has happened, of course, right? Because you can take the time to reflect on what happened and what you can learn from this experience. Of course, very crucial information that you can gain right there. But Take those lessons and let it go. Let it go. I'm not going to sing the song. I'm not going to get in trouble. <laughs> but just just let it go. Let it be. It's like it needs to move on. Move on from it. And don't allow it to be a chokehold on your life, right? Just continuing to lock you in and ho- almost like feel like you're being held prisoner by it, right? So, you know, take that moment to, to analyze and be like, okay, well, you know, this is, it's good to learn this and, and, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done it or could have done this next time. Okay. Let's lock that away with my brain and move forward. Don't continually to be like, analyze it even like 20 years later, like, man, if only we had done this, that, and the other, I will share with you a very funny example of this because, uh, when I think about this, it rings true in my brain all the time. And I tease my husband about it all the time. So this may not, It'll be quick, okay? Because I, I feel like some people will just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. But 
we like a lot of sports in our house, right? And so basketball, uh, we, our team, our basketball team, our, our professional NBA basketball team that we like is the Portland Trail Blazers. And I don't remember what year because I'm a fan, but I don't know all the history because this is not where I grew up. Anyway, my husband and his best friend are always constantly talking about how if the Portland Trailblazers had actually drafted, um, who was, oh, oh, KD, <laughs> Kevin Durant. If they had actually drafted Kevin Durant, our team would be so good because our team is kind of crappy. Like we do have a star player on our team, uh, Damian Lillard, which is fantastic. But like over time, like that's like the biggest star I feel like. Now don't like come at me at this if you actually are a big basketball fan or you can just like let me know in, in my social media DMs or an email or whatever you want. But he, like every year, every year, he'll constantly be like, if only we had done this and this is where we would be and we'd be winning championships and this, that, and the other, right? So it's a very like, you know, lighthearted example of if even like years down the road, and it's been years since the Trailblazers could have drafted this player onto their team. and But every year for years, he'll be like, oh, if only we'd done this. So if you're like even years later, like, oh, if only I'd done this and this would have fell in line, this would have been perfect and this, that, and the other. Because it's not actually true though. I want you to think about it. You might think it's true because you're like, oh, I can see it all mapped out. My life would be perfect. But how do you know that like that perfect, that quote unquote thing that you think is perfect would happen wouldn't cause something else that you weren't expecting to happen. Like that's the key here. You think you know how to create the perfect outline for how things should go when you don't know the repercussions and the consequences of those choices, positive or negative right? You don't know, like, I don't, like, my husband doesn't know that if we did have that star player on our team, if it would have meant we wouldn't have the other star player that we have, Damian Lillard, and then he would have, like, actually blown up in a a team that had more, like, better players, and then this kid was, would not have, maybe he would have hurt himself, and it wouldn't have worked out, right? So we just don't know exactly how things are going to work out because we can't tell the future. We cannot. I don't care who tells you that they can, and they'll charge you $200 to do so. Don't believe them. (laughs) We just can't, you know? There's no way. Like, like, there's no way. So continuing to think like, oh, coulda, shoulda, woulda, or if only we'd done this, Mm -mm. it's a fruitless activity. Don't do it. It'll, it will help you None. Negative. Negative 100. Negative 100. So move on. Don't allow it to just like have a chokehold on you. Also, it's important to remember that we literally, and I mean this like literally, we literally cannot change the past. Like we cannot. Like we, it's impossible. It's impossible. Okay. There's no time machines yet. That'd be sick. It's not going to happen though. So continuing to bring it up will only be you, you, I mean you and me, inflicting pain on yourself with no benefit and no purpose. No benefit, no purpose. I'm telling you, if you just remember this, it will help you to be like, oh, why am I dwelling? I literally can't do anything about it. I literally can't. You can't. It's done. That time has passed. You know, it's gone. There's nothing we can do. So there's no reason to dwell and think like what I could have done. You did what you did, and you have to live with it and move on and make the best of it, right? But also, 
let's consider the fact that maybe you're dwelling on the past because someone in your life continues to bring it up, okay? I laugh because it sucks. It sucks, right? Because you're like, I'm trying my hardest, Sabrina. Maybe you're yelling, you're like, or in your mind, you're like, don't, you don't realize I'm trying to let it go. I'm trying to move past it, but someone keeps bringing it up, right? Sometimes we have a hard time, and I'm really speaking more to these other people that are doing this to you, or maybe you're doing it to someone else. You didn't realize that this is like a no-go, like we shouldn't be doing this. Sometimes we have a hard time letting things go when we were hurt, you know, or something didn't work out in the way that you desired. So if someone else contributed to those things happening, we might keep bringing it up. They might keep bringing it up because we haven't taken the time to heal from that experience and understand what it meant to us. Like what, and you know, like why we responded the way we did. Why did those emotions come up? How, why were we triggered in that way? Right? So they'll continue to bring it up because they think that that's their source of comfort when in reality they need to figure out why they need to bring it up and what it meant to them and get down into the nitty gritty of their emotions and their feelings. Like that's what they need to do, but they don't realize that's what they need to do and that's tough and that can greatly affect you. And again, that really sucks. I'm just being honest. Um, You know, this can cause like so much hurt to anyone that's involved really because they're bringing it up and allowing that wound to be exposed again rather than heal, you know? It's like if you got like a cut on your hand and as opposed to just keeping it clean and like letting it be to heal naturally on its own, you continue to scratch at it, pick at it. The wound can't really heal. It can it starts to get infected and get bigger and get worse. That's that's exactly the same thing here. Like we don't, we don't want that. We don't want someone to continue to bring up this pain that we're like, listen, bro, we're trying to heal here. <laughs> so even if the other people involved, uh, like don't feel as bad about what happened as they do. So let's say someone is continually bringing up things that you were involved in and you're like, I've healed from it. I'm not going to, you know, continue to feel this overwhelming guilt that they do. Um, you know, you still need to let it go. They still need to let it go, right? And move on. And it's it's cruel punishment for them to continue to bring it up and be like, yeah, yeah, let's talk about this again because I'm not over it yet. And if everyone else is over it, like I'm not saying that like because they're over it, you should get over it. It's just that you bringing it up is not going to help you move past it. It's just going to be this burden that you're bestowing on yourself. You you just need to let it go and move on, right? Staying in that mindset will not make anything better or different. It will not, okay? And maybe it affected you worse or different, but that doesn't matter, right? You need to find your own way to heal and move past it because continue to throw it in someone else's face, it's not going to make it better. It's not going to change what happened because it already happened. So just consider that. As far as the future, most of the time thinking about the future is super exciting, right? Like super exciting, which is great. You know, it's the thing that can like boost your motivation and whatever we're doing and working on. You're like pumped. You're like, yeah. 
while also providing like hope to life changing, especially if you really want it to change and evolving and becoming better when we finally have those future moments and desires realized and finally in our lives, we finally have hit those goals and accomplishments. But this can also pull you away from seeing the silver lining and what's going on in your life right now, not to mention the opportunities you could have if you take your eyes off what's ahead, right? So you're focusing on like everything that's like in the clouds, like beyond rather than like taking a taking a moment to look down at what's happening right now, right? Even just to pat yourself on the back or just really um, appreciate the progress that you've made in something that can fuel the energy and the motivation for you to do something else or uh, continue doing this, but like kind of tweaking it a little better so it benefits you better. So it's just, it's important for you to realize that thinking about the future is fun. It's fun. I will definitely, it's, I agree. It's fun, but you know, you never know what's ahead for you. You know, uh, what's ahead could change for the better. We just don't realize it, but you'll never know that. You'll never know if what's happening now could lead you in that path where you really want to be. You just don't even realize it because you're too focused and attached to that version and that vision of your life you're currently chasing. And again, it's it's about us thinking that we are the best architects for our lives, right? We think we are the bomb diggity. We think we're the best. And so we come up with this whole plan for our life. And then we're so focused on getting that plan where we didn't realize that there was a quick, like, you know, detour, second path that maybe could have gotten us to where we want to be quicker, or maybe could have gotten us to a higher level that we didn't even realize we had access to. Maybe it could uh, prevent us from going down this path we thought we wanted to go and then maybe realizing along this other path, like, oh, that's not actually what I want to do. Maybe I won't waste as much time. I'm not saying that like spending time figuring out that what you're trying to do isn't the right thing because it's good experience. So I'm just saying that like you'll never see those opportunities if you're just currently always focused on what you've planned and what's set ahead, what's set ahead and what you're chasing rather than just like taking a beat to like look around at what's happening right now and and what's going on and how that is affecting your life. Another reason that you could be super attached to the future is because you need a distraction from what's currently happening in your life right now. As a child, I feel like I constantly was thinking of the future because I was, I was desperately in need of a distraction of how my life was. It was rough. It was rough at many points, many like highlights and a lot of like low points as well. And a lot of times I would always focus on the future, the future of, you know, meeting new friends or finally moving, you know, or, you know, finally actually moving away <laughs> when I went to college. Right. And so, uh, I needed that distraction. I needed to like make those plans. I needed to really like have that hope and belief that my life was going to be better once I hit this like desire dream that I've been hoping for. And I understand this can be helpful. This can keep you focused. This can give you hope to not just um, fully give up on life, right? To not fall back into bad habits and situations that you know that you shouldn't be a part of, 
but feel like it would be easier to do it. I get it. But if we're constantly always thinking of the future and always considering what's happening in our life terrible without, again, taking the opportunity to see the good around us and the silver lining, then we'll never see the opportunities to exit or change our life in a day in a way that we never expected. You know, the future could also be an issue for you if uh, you're a perfectionist and uh, that perfectionism is coming <laughs> coming out like real heavy and you always need to be planning for how to excel in the future, always trying to one-up yourself, right? You're like, okay, I can be better and this, that, and the other, and this is how this can be better and, and bam, 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 and always thinking about like what could be done next rather than appreciating like what's happening now and how well you did now and how the progress that you're currently making and how that's amazing and whether, you know, kind of evaluating like, is this actually what I want to do rather than just continuing to push forward on things that you think you should do or expectations from others that have been placed upon you. You know what I mean? So regardless of the reason, it's important to know that everything doesn't need to be about the future for your life to be good. Your life can be good right now if you choose to see the amazing things that are happening in the present and enjoying the right now. So let's dive into the tips on how to live in the present. I have seven for you today. Let's jump right in. So number one is, oh, also... uh, forgot. I almost forgot to put my disclaimer in. As you know, these tips are based on my own knowledge and research and my own experience and the experiences of others that I'm able to share. If these tips do not align with you, please ask a therapist yeah, or a counselor or someone that you trust to help you figure out what tips would be better best for you and how to live in the present or go to our best friend Google, type in how to live in the present and find answers that you prefer. Totally fine. Okay, let's go ahead and jump in. So number one, in no particular order, is don't overly multitask. I'm sure this is not what you expected to be the first tip. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a lover. I'm a lover of multitasking, okay? I'm a lover of multitasking. I love it. But there can be a breaking point where it's too much. So don't do too many things at once that it all becomes overwhelming and you get too caught up in planning so many future things and being too busy to really enjoy what's happening in the present. I used to do this a lot, all the time. Uh, I think when my daughter was like in kindergarten, like right, like older toddler going into kindergarten, like I would, I was, I was going we were going, we were, we were moving. We're doing all the things. We're doing 10 things at once, right? It was too much. It was too much. It it led to like a mini like mental breakdown for sure. And, and I mean like a real one, like a real one where I had to step back from so many things. I had to like get counseling and call the crisis line, all these things. Okay. It was real. Not like a, a dramatic thing I'm saying. It was real because it was too much. It was too much among other things. And it's important to remember that. Like, uh, and I think I was talking to my, I think, yeah, I think it was my naturopath the other day when I saw her and who's my regular like doctor because my naturopath actually listens to me when I tell her things are going wrong as opposed to a regular MD. Not that all MDs are like that, uh, but the ones I was seeing were and I needed to change. So I've had a naturopath for many years now and I was telling her about like multitasking and she was like, yeah, you know, it's very common for women to 
want to multitask? And I was like, yes, but I just feel like sometimes it's too much. And she's like, yeah, you know, multitasking, three three things is great, but five can be too many, right? And I'm not saying that if you multitask five, six, 10, 20 things at once that you're doing anything bad, I would just want you to consider whether you're finding that beneficial or not. Do you think that everything is getting done at the highest quality or ability that it would? If you're maybe focusing on less and devoting more time, I don't know. Ask yourself these questions. Consider it, right? So yeah, don't overly multitask because again, you're just thinking about how those things are going to, you know, end up, how those things are going to turn out and whether you're doing enough or not. And it doesn't allow you to like really enjoy what's happening right now in the present. So just don't overly multitask. Be very aware of how many things you're doing, whether you're giving it enough time and whether doing those things will allow you to enjoy what's happening right now. Number two, accept what's happening now, not how you want it to be. So basically accept how it is, not how you want it to be. It can be so easy it can be so easy to get annoyed and upset about what isn't happening now or something not happening the way you'd like it to, right? You're like, this is not happening the way that it should or the way that I expected it to or the way that it has in the past. You know what I mean? Uh, You might want things to be different than it is, which is fine. It's fine. We all have moments of this. It's not a big deal, but don't be so focused on figuring out how it could be different or better that you don't get to see the beauty of it right now, like right, right now and how that experience could be beneficial to you. So maybe, you know, you don't really want to experience this thing or go through this thing. You're like, no, I don't want to. It's supposed to be more fun than this. It's supposed to be more exhilarating. It was supposed to be easier. It's supposed to be take less time but that's not the way it is. And so it's like, okay, well, how can you enjoy what's happening right now? How can you really see the beauty in it being different than you expected it or hoped it to be? Mm -hmm. And see how you can benefit from that. See what lessons you can learn. What experiences can you draw from it? You know, will it push you to grow outside of your comfort zone? If it does, please embrace it. Please embrace it. So just consider like, you know, accept what's happening now, not how you want it to be. Get too wrapped up in how you would want it to be. You're going to be so sour and bitter and upset, possibly. And you won't, you really probably won't enjoy anything. And no one wants that. That's terrible. So yeah, accept what's happening now, not how you want it to be. Number three, number three is practice gratitude on the regular. I know this might seem like a total classic tip. It is. Um, I don't think I've talked about it a lot recently. Even if I have, it doesn't matter. It's so important. It's so important. Practice gratitude on the regular. When you're practicing gratitude regularly, you are more attuned to what's happening in the present because you're recognizing it now as it's happening. So you're like, wow, I'm so grateful that I have these friends in my life right now. I'm so grateful that I have this job. I'm so grateful that this experience happened. Um, I'm so grateful that I am able to, you know, navigate this struggle and this hardship that I'm currently dealing with, right? And 
it will help you to really pick out like what's happening right now so you're not so focused on what could happen in the future or how things aren't happening the way they were in the past or how you still continue to dwell on the past and fear the past coming back again. You know what I mean? So practice gratitude on the regular. Really point out those things that are happening day to day that you're happy about and you're grateful for and you're thankful for. And it'll help to keep you present, locked into like what's happening right now. Number four, forgive others and let go of grudges. Let them go. Uh, Don't allow yourself to get caught up in holding grudges against other people. Just don't allow yourself. You're the one allowing yourself. I'm telling you, it's not anyone else. It's not. You're making that decision. We are all in control of our own emotions. People don't make us feel a certain way. We decide to. I am going to talk way more about that in a different episode because I think it's a reminder that we all need. Okay? But don't allow yourself to get caught up in holding grudges against people. It doesn't make anything better. It doesn't. Reflect on a time where you had a grudge and having a grudge. Like, ask yourself, did having that grudge make anything better? Don't lie to yourself. It did not. You know it did not. And most of the time, these grudges don't affect the people uh, that contributed to the pain. No, maybe a little bit, but not as much as you were expecting. Not as much as you, for sure. For sure. Not as much as you. Same goes for forgiving others. You know, the forgiveness is for you. Okay? Not them. It's for you. It's for you to release yourself from this self-imprisonment of pain. So you're not constantly thinking about it. It's not weighing on your mind so much. You know, it's not causing you like bad dreams and nightmares, anxiety. No, you're letting it go. You're like, okay, they did me dirty. That sucks. But I'm not going to punish myself and make myself feel miserable thinking about it all the time, how I was betrayed and all these terrible things. Maybe it'll pop up from time to time and I will like be like, yeah, but I'm going to move on. I'm not going to let that dominate my mindset to ruin my day. You're just not going to allow it. So forgive others for yourself. You're not forgetting. You're just forgiving and let go of grudges because there's not, they're not helping it. They're not helping anything. It's just not it. Number five, don't get stuck in how life used to be. It's, it's, uh, it's tough. A lot of, there's, you know, my, my past, it, it, especially the child was difficult, right? But there are still pockets of time where I'm like, oh man, I wish life was like that a little bit just because these small pockets of time. And even as my life has progressed and I've gotten older, there are definitely moments in the past my husband and I have talked about where it's like, man, you know, oh, I loved how life was then. Life is still progressively getting better and more awesome, but also with harder struggles. And so sometimes we can reminisce about how our struggles in our life from our hindsight now weren't as bad or weren't as hard or difficult or challenging as what we're doing right now. And of course, of course it isn't because you have gone through so much growth now that reflecting on those problems and issues seems like a breeze compared to the more difficult things that are happening now. But still, we don't want to get stuck in, in how life used to be. We don't want to dwell in the past. We don't want to get caught up in only wanting things to be done the way that you've been doing it for however long, right? I, a very good example of this is traditions. Is traditions. Traditions are great. I enjoy a good tradition. Um, I don't have a lot. 
growing up, we didn't really have traditions. So it wasn't a thing and that's fine. I didn't really get traditions until I went to college and then I got married and then I kind of adopted some of my husband's traditions and then we started making our own traditions. But in the mix of adopting someone else's traditions and then making the decision that, okay, we have a child now, so it's our own little family. We need to make our own traditions and see how things align. There are definitely people that did not agree with that. They're like, no, why are you changing? This is our tradition. Do it until we die. I will not. I will not. No, we need to change this so that eventually things changed for the better. I'm telling you, it, it, people came around. It's fine. I'm patient sometimes. But yeah, so it's just like traditions. People can get so caught up in like, oh no, this is the way that we eat dinner or this is what we do on Christmas Eve or, you know, we always have this, this get together on New Year's or whatever it may be, right? But we can't get caught up in how things used to be because we're missing out on fun opportunities to mix it up and change it and find something that's maybe even better, maybe even more fun than we're experiencing right now. We just don't know because we're not... We're not allowing ourselves the space and the ability to try things out and see how it goes. It's not like you have to adopt it forever. If it doesn't work out, okay, revert back, try something new next time. It's totally fine. It's not that big of a thing. The drama doesn't need to be there. It's there for some people. It was for me. So if it was there for you, it's okay. Um, But we all got over it. (laughs) But also, you know, being so concerned with needing things done the same way, it always has will cause you to get stuck in your comfort zone. It will cause you to get stuck up in that comfort zone. Comfort zones are very focused on the past and not the future or present opportunities because, you know, looking towards things in the future, like that's not fun and that's that requires me to step out and do new things and take risks. Like, ooh, no. And it's not really related to the present opportunities because, again, you still have to like you know, take the risk of stepping out and doing something different. But also, even if you do that a little bit, you're, you're, you have this really big risk of running back to where you were because it's comfy and easy. And that's just how, how you've been doing life and it's been working for you. But either you're going to come to a point where it's not working for you anymore and you're forced to move and make a change, or you just make this decision to step outside of your comfort zone and do things in a different way than it's always been done and and either come to the conclusion that it was good or that it didn't work for you and you should try something else different. Don't just give up. Keep trying. Keep doing something different to see how much different it could be for your life and could it be beneficial. This relates to, you know, really wanting to live in the now. It's because you're taking chances right now. You're changing things right now. You're allowing yourself to step out of your comfort zone right now because the differences in your life of doing it right now versus like in a week or a month or in like five years are all going to be very different experiences and situations. That's why you should take the opportunity to not get stuck in how life used to be or how you've been doing it. Try something new right now because when you try it new again in a a year, it's going to be something different. And it could be the most amazing thing. It could be an okay thing. It could be just like a fun experience that you don't try again. You see what I'm saying? Don't get stuck in how life used to be because there's so much opportunity for your life to be even better and more enjoyable and exciting if you just try something new of what's happening right now. Take the risk now to see what the payoff will be. It'll be great. It'll be fine. I promise. It'll be fine. (laughs) I promise that it'll be 
fine, probably. <laughs> Most times it is. Number six, we're almost to the end. Don't be in a rush or anxious about time. This sucks, man. I am in a rush all the time. I, I feel like I'm in a rush. I feel like I need to be in a rush. I'm working on it. Anxiety, that's gone down a little bit, but it's because, you know, I, uh, I have been experiencing less anxiety because I do 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 like do do. I do neurofeedback. Uh, now we've like every four weeks. It's fantastic. And then starting on ADHD medication, that has helped me a ton as well with my anxiety. So um, luckily for me personally, anxiety isn't as bad as it was. But needing to be in a rush, man, it's like, ooh, it's a problem. But you don't need to feel like you're in a race with others, that you're only focused on what's coming up and not what's happening right now, right? You're focused on like, okay, I got to hit this deadline or I got to lose this weight or I got to like learn this thing or I got to like get this ready as opposed to just like enjoying like what's happening right now and like even the small milestones that you'll hit as you are progressing in your goal. No, you just want to rush it all along. But you also don't need to worry about like what might happen, how the past might catch up with you or be so entangled with anxiety that you can't enjoy your life right now because you're so concerned with what could happen. But again, we cannot tell the future. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen 10 seconds from now. Like we assume it's going to be fine, which I feel like is like one of very few safe assumptions to make, but we really don't know what's going to happen. And we need to realize that and just believe that God is protecting us and that we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And so whatever is going to come will come. Whatever is going to happen will happen. We just need to make the most of what's happening right now. We don't need to rush. We don't need to compete with other people because they are doing things quicker than us. That just doing it quicker, like at the same speed they're doing it, doesn't mean that it's going to benefit us as much as it's benefiting them. Also, you don't actually know if it's fully benefiting them to go at the speed that they're going. Okay? Just do it at your own time. It'll feel better and you'll allow yourself to enjoy the present more because you're just taking your own time and then enjoying your life as you go rather than just putting all your focus in this one thing to win a race against someone that you don't even know will actually be beneficial because you're racing through it. So don't be in a rush. Don't be anxious about time. If we think less about the time that's passing, we will enjoy our lives more and not feel like we have to do all this preparation for what's to come or prevent things from happening again. You know what I mean? Okay. Number seven in our last one today a little bit longer of an episode, but I hope that you guys all liked it because I feel like it's so helpful to learn how to live in the present. And I was surprised I haven't already talked about this. So <laughs> uh, number seven, work on control issues. Work on control. Wow. Work on control issues. Woo. You can only control yourself. You can only control yourself. I promise you. I pro- I promise you I'm not I'm not lying. I'm telling you the truth. You can only control yourself. You can't control others. I did a whole episode on it. So if you need help, didn't I? I think I did. <laughs> if you need help with that, let me know because you can't. You just can't. It just it sucks. I know. I used to want to all the time. I still do sometimes. 
Uh, but I let go of that, a lot of that because it's not healthy, it's not helpful, and nothing actually turns out the way that I want. And sometimes you think it's going to turn out the way you want, but really, it falls apart in the end. So you can't control others, you can only control yourself. And if you try to control others, you only waste your time trying to get things to work the way you want rather than using what's happening to your best advantage. And I don't know what that advantage is. It's just like whatever's best for you in that moment, in that time period. You know, someone may not like um, solve, problem solve the way that you do or parent the way that you think is best. Ooh, it's a hot topic. Uh, But that's how they do it. And that's their choice, right? And And your choice is to do things your way and their choice is to do things their way. And just because you think they're wrong in what they're doing, what if they think you're wrong in what you're doing? How do you know that you're right? And how do you know that they're wrong? It's an interesting thing to ask yourself and really be like, oh, I don't know. But they're going to do it their way and you're going to do it yours. And you can only, like the only things you really can do is like model your own behavior that may inspire them to change if that's actually necessary. You can always share with them your reasons for what and why you do what you do. You know, not pressing that upon them, but just being like, hey, you know, I like to do this. I really enjoy it. It's great for me. It works so well and I find so much fulfillment in it, blah, blah, blah. And then leave it there and maybe that'll help inspire them to change again if it's necessary. Or, you know, um, you can just be there for them. You can just be there for them. Be there for a support if that's like the kind of relationship that you have and help them through life and support them. And maybe they'll ask for your help to change something and then you can be there for them and do that. But you can't force it on them, right? And you also can't predict the future. Again, we're mentioning this because I feel like we forget that we cannot. (laughs) We pretend that we can, but we can't. And, you know, you can't predict the future and may not realize that loosening your grip on trying to control everything will allow new opportunities to present itself to you and shift your life in a different direction. It's highly possible that this person doing it this certain way, you know, you're just like, okay, whatever, or I can't control that this outcome didn't happen in my life. and I didn't get this particular job, even though I did this, that, and the other, or that I didn't marry this person, or I didn't end up here, there, or wherever. But you don't know that the reason those things didn't happen is because they weren't going to be the best things for you. You thought you were the best architect. You thought that it was going to work out best, but that's actually not what happened. And that's not how it was going to be. In hindsight, in hindsight, you'll see it. Right now it's hard. So it's, 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 it's better just to work on your control issues if you struggle with them. Let go of control and be more flexible in the things you try and do and, and change and, and vary in your life and experience. Give things a try that you are normally would say no. <laughs> and things that you would say yes to, maybe take a break a little bit. Maybe you don't need to do those things as much. I don't know. Just something to consider. So work on the control issues. You can only control yourself. And just kind of go with the flow and really enjoy what's happening right now. That will, you know, lead you on the proper journey to becoming your best self and having the amazing life that you want. Maybe not the way you thought you were going to get it, but most likely in a, in a way better way. In a way better way. Uh, but that's all I have for you today. So thank you so much. I know that was a lot. <laughs> 
it's just, I, I needed to say all those things to be helpful. So I hope if you're still sticking with me, I'm so glad that you're here. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again with me, Sabrina. Don't forget to check the show notes below to find me on social media. Send me an email to uh, do the anonymous topic suggestions, to do the anonymous venting and anything and everything else that's down there in the show notes, including RSVPing for my planner that will come out at the end of this month. But until next time, have a good one and I will see y'all next time. Bye, you guys.